Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back today with Abby Halberstadt. M is for mama. And we're talking about motherhood. We're talking about homeschooling, parenting, Jesus, all the fun things that we love to talk about on this podcast. And so I'm so glad that you're back with us again today. But first we wanna say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. Every child has a unique individual learning style. BJU Press has video lessons with engaging teachers to lead your children through each of their academic subjects. These experienced teachers will present lesson content from multiple angles so your children can absorb information at a comfortable pace. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com to see what courses are available for your students. Abby, thank you so much for coming back with me again today. I am so glad um, to have you here. It is really an honor. It's so much fun. Uh, one One of the best parts of my job and what the Lord has called us to is that I get to meet amazing people, sometimes in person, sometimes just virtually like this. And um, I'm always just honored to be able to walk in step with those that the Lord has given a platform to be able to share His truth and bring encouragement to moms like myself. And I know that there's lots and lots of moms who um, are so encouraged by you and by the things that you do, the, the, the wisdom that the Lord has given you. You've got your book, M is for Mama, which is a fantastic book. I love this book. Um, there's lots of things I love about it. Um, I love, like we talked about, I think it was in episode one, just your transparency and, and just your wisdom that you share in it. But I like that it's got short chapters that mm-hmm. don't feel overwhelming. They're they're short. And then at the end of it, you've got questions and a prayer and some action steps and things like that, that just kind of help walk moms through uh, just the points that you have in the book. And so great job on the book. We'll put links, of course, to her book in the show notes. It's called M is for Mama. Um, but you also have a new podcast that you have just released. Tell us about your podcast. So also called M is for Mama. I decided to keep things simple and easy to find. Um, yeah. This is my most asked for resource beyond a book. Um, I mentioned in one of the other episodes that I do a Q&A on Wednesdays called What Do You Want to Know Wednesday? And people often tell me they wish they had a, that I had a podcast so that I could flesh out some of those answers. It's hard to get all of your thoughts into, you know, this little screen and a story on Instagram. But being a busy mama of 10, it has been a labor of love and a work in progress and something that the Lord has just kind of said, wait, 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 um, until just recently when my oldest son got to the point where he could pretty much do all the techie stuff for me, which I despise, yeah. and um, I could just do the talking part. So for all of those people that were looking for a um, deeper kind of dive into some of the things that you hear us talking about here and the chapters yeah. in my book and those FAQs, um, that's what that podcast is for as a resource. That's so cool. And it airs when? Once a week? It airs on Wednesdays. Okay. Um, each Wednesday, there will be a new episode and you okay. can get it pretty much anywhere podcasts are. And also the video form is on you, YouTube. Okay. Oh, great. You're doing video too. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. And I'm assuming it's Emma's for Mama it YouTube is. channel. Emma's okay. for Mama official. Yep. Oh, okay. Official. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, I had another one YouTube for a while and somebody decided they wanted to have that, um, that handle. So oh, I, had no. to, I had to add an official one there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we'll make sure that we put a link to the official Yes, uh, YouTube so channel in there. Yeah, that's so cool. I love, I love podcasting. I love being able to just bring this, um, just this message uh, to people through video and audio. Um, I, it's one of the things I love doing is when I go to the gym, I actually listen to podcasts. I don't listen to music. Mm-hmm. I know some people like to get pumped up. Um, 
with music. And I just, I do so much better to just listen to a podcast. And I feel like that's such a good use of my time. It absolutely um, is. is to yeah. work out and listen to a podcast. I'm working my brain, working my soul and working my legs and arms at the same time. Yes. So <laughs> it's great. Um, one of the things that I've seen a lot on your Instagram, and I, I, I think it's your son who has a t-shirt that has hard does not equal bad, right? Has hard. And then the equal sign with the line through it does not equal bad. Talk about that. What do you mean by that? So I think one of the main things that I see in what I have termed mediocre culture for, or mediocre motherhood culture, for lack of a better term, some people call it mommy wine culture or toxic mommy culture, but it's the concept of complaining and Mm. um, kvetching and acting as if our kids are out to get us and bully us. And And I think the main reason why we are so drawn to that is because so many aspects of motherhood are so hard. Like doing anything on no sleep is hard. Doing things like talking your child down from an absolute meltdown while making dinner, doing the budget and, you know, having a meaningful conversation with your teenager with no sleep feels like rocket science. Sometimes it feels like it's too much for one person. Um, And I really think that that's on purpose from the Lord, that he gives us very clear ideas of our limits so that he can show us how much we need him every hour. And um, so the thing that really kind of popped into my brain one day was when my girls who are my twins, who are 10 years old now, were three, and they were really, really hard, really hard. And... Um, I was learning so much and, and being frustrated a lot and being sanctified. And I remember walking with my best friend and I just said, the thing is they are really hard, but hard is not bad. Like people, people mean hard to mean run from it, not worthwhile, absolutely useless. Get from it as far away from it as you can. Right. When instead scripture doesn't talk about hard like that. It talks about being strong and courageous. It talks about having a Christ-like attitude and being content in all things, which is one of the most un, like misused verses in the Bible. People are like, oh, I am. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That means I can ace this test. No, it means you can do the hard things and the easy things in sickness, in health, in want, in you know, all those things. So yeah. when we look at it from a scriptural perspective, we can stop dreading those hard stages and instead say, I know they're going to come, but I know the Lord is going to sustain me and he's probably going to grow me a ton. And that is worth the effort. Um, And it has kind of become the rallying cry that people are the most drawn to of anything I have ever said that the Lord has given me to say. They tell me they write it on their mirrors. They write it on sticky notes in their cars. They say it to their husbands and their husbands say it back to them. And the t-shirt, we have an art print and t-shirt business called Paint and Prose. And you can get that t-shirt there if you really want it. But we made that t-shirt because people were like, I need this reminder in my life. I need to wear this so that I don't forget it that this is a scriptural principle because it's such a tiny mindset mindset shift, but it really does change the way you view your kids and when they're driving you nuts. Yeah, that's amazing. It truly is. I mean, we, we as a culture, want to run from everything that is even a little bit difficult. Mm-hmm. And our kids want to do the same because yes. we live in a world where we, we've kind of eased into life in a lot of ways and things have become easier with the internet right? Yeah. I mean, we don't even have to go to the grocery store anymore. Yeah, like I rarely awesome. do my own grocery shopping. Yes. <laughs> Walmart does it for me or Aldi does it for me or Instacart. Yeah. I mean, they're just, things have become easier in a lot of ways, but when it comes to homeschooling, when it comes to parenting, when it comes to marriage, 
it is often hard, but like you said, it doesn't make it bad. And that is such an incredible uh, just piece of wisdom um, to share and to remember. And so I'm, I'm thankful that the Lord gave that to you because because we do need that. We need to remember hard is not bad. I remember early in my homeschooling journey, um, someone said about homeschooling, do it scared. Mm. And it was like, just no, do it. Elliot quote. it it's, a, it's a paraphrase. Oh, is it? She says, she says I'm going to mess it up, but she says, um, sometimes the fear does not subside and we must do it afraid. Oh, I never realized that that the was Lord from Elizabeth doesn't Elliot. just take away the fear necessarily. Sometimes right. he calls us to do the thing while we're afraid. Yeah. 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 But then again, the greatest part of that is we do it scared. We do the hard and then God gets all the glory for it because we're just willing to say yes. Amen. Yes, Lord. Okay. We're going to do this. We're going to be obedient to what you've called us to do. And it is going to be really, really hard. Homeschooling is really hard. Yep. Parenting is really hard. Marriage yep. is really hard. Mm-hmm. Friendship sometimes is really hard. Anything worth doing is often really, really hard. And sometimes it's really scary, but it doesn't mean it's not worth doing it. And so instead of just putting our hands up and saying, okay, we're done. I just want the easy kids go watch TV, go play some video games, go do whatever else you want to do and get away from me. We say, no, come to me just as Jesus did, right? Let the children come to me, come to me. Let's do this with the Lord. Let's do it hard. Let's do it scared. Mm-hmm. And uh, and God gets all the glory in the end. I so. That's incredible. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Abby. Um, The last chapter in your book you call Emotions Are Not Facts. Um, And emotions are something that we as women can get totally caught up in, especially moms. You talked about the tired mom um, Mm -hmm. and how that is, it's just, it's hard to do life sometimes. And it's hard to be a mom when you're tired and that can really play into our emotions. Um, Talk about that a a little bit. I think we, as a culture, have really moved into this concept that all emotions are valid and that they are our truth. But we know that scripture is truth and that Jesus is truth. So we already know that that's, that's a lie, right? But when we're in the thick of hormonal imbalance, when we're in the thick of so tired, we can't think straight and everything is making us irritable, our emotions seem to be telling us the truth, which is you are being mistreated, you are downtrodden, things are bad. Or on the flip side, what if we get ourselves in a situation where we feel euphoric about something that we shouldn't? And our emotions are telling us, this is good. You are happy. You should go down this road. Because you feel this excited about this, it must be right and true. 
So there can be two sides of it. We can, quote, follow our heart, like Disney tells us to do, right (laughs) into a trap of selfishness and disaster sometimes. And then we can also get trapped in a whirlpool of self-pity and think, this is awful. There's no redeeming quality in, in this hardship that I'm going through. And so um, I, I have another chapter preceding that one called The Gentleness Challenge, where I talk about how I really struggled with postpartum rage after my eighth child, and I didn't know what it was. I could not figure out why I felt so unreasonably irritable and angry all the time. And yes, I wasn't getting much sleep. Yes, I had a lot going on. But I don't tend to realize what's going on while I'm in the midst of it. I, I, I do much better looking back and being like, oh, that's what that was. Um, struggled with hanger, a time like low blood sugars or spikes. And so while there were really practical things that I could do to help that, to preach truth to myself by eating a snack or walking outside, it kind of came to a head when I was just snapping at my children over and over again about things that didn't matter very much. And the Lord said to me, how do you want to be remembered by them mm. in 10 years? Or the rest of their lives. Do you want this hard season you're going through, regardless of the reason for it? Because we can say, hey, listen, I can't control my hormones. They take a long time to balance. You don't understand. You don't get me. This is real. Yeah, yeah. Chemical and hormonal imbalances and emotions are real, but it doesn't mean they're true. They don't get to be the bedrock of what we lay our reality on. And the Lord is bigger than our hormones and our chemicals and our emotions. And so, The Lord really convicted me through the very kind admonition of my husband that regardless of how much I was struggling to feel okay with my circumstances, that I was going to have to do something practical. So I started something called the Gentleness Challenge on Instagram. Immediately, 2,000 women signed up. So I was like, oh, it's not just me. I knew it wasn't just me. mom struggle with. And we kept each other accountable for 30 days to only use kind speech and kind tones. Wow. And amazingly, what I talk about in that chapter is that anger and um, irritation are like drugs. The more we do them, they're addictive. The more we feel that way and the more we kind of want that rush of righteous indignation. And then the less we do them, the less prone we are to do them. And so it's like you wean yourself off of this drug of overreacting. Um, So that last chapter was just kind of a wrap up of this concept of the world tells us if you feel it, It's true, and you have a right to it. The Bible tells us to bring every thought under the Lordship of Jesus Christ, every emotion, every impulse. And so we know that if we are going to be Bible-believing Christians, that's the direction we have to go. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Such good stuff. I like you, Abby. I want to just, I want to go have coffee with you. (laughs) I don't drink coffee, but I would happily have a chocolate. (laughs) You know, it's so funny. I instinctively say coffee because I think coffee shops, like I should say, I want to go to a coffee shop with you, Absolutely. but I don't drink coffee either. I drink tea. Okay. I'm a tea girl. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a a Jasmine green tea girl. That's my favorite kind with, with heavy whipping cream. So, man, we're, we're, we have really changed the way that we've eaten in our household. And so our listeners know that I like my jasmine green tea with vanilla creamer. Well, they will maybe be glad to know that I've done away with my vanilla creamer. And I'm so sad about that because I love it, but I've gone to just regular heavy cream and it's fine. I'm surviving it. I'm not as happy about it, but <laughs> it's better for me. You can preach truth to yourself. You're okay. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So we have just a couple minutes left. And in the last couple minutes, 
talk to me really quickly, because I know this is a super popular thing about your penny reward system. Okay. Yes. So we have a very, very simple, as in the least organized, most system averse people can do this um, thing that my husband actually, I didn't come up with that. I can claim no credit for it came up with where you basically put pennies in when you are trying to encourage something that you see that your child has done well and you take a penny away if they have done something that they know that they're not supposed to do and they did it anyway. Um, it is just such a simple and, and I emphasize in there because I get people that are very systems or reward systems averse saying like this is just training behavior. I mm. emphasize that my kids never expect a penny because they never know when we're going they're going to get one. Mm-hmm. We have certain things that we do like reading a book that you can earn pennies for because they took their time to invest in that. But as far as behaviors or attitudes, I might be upstairs in my laundry room and they have no idea I'm listening to them. And I will lean, th- I have an internal window in my laundry room because it doesn't have any external light. And I wanted there to be some from the stairwell. I'll lean through there and say, Hey, that was really kind of you to grab that towel really quick. When someone spilled something, go put a penny in your jar. They were not doing it as a performance thing, but sure. they beam when they get acknowledged. And we can do the same thing with praise, but then they use the pennies to have screen time or we have something called stay up night where they get two hours a night to stay up with us. Um, and they do stuff with us all the time anyway. Mm-hmm, sure. But that dedicated time, that's what they save their pennies for. That's their favorite thing. And you could do all kinds of different things with it. But I have an ebook on my blog um, that just kind of outlines, it has cute little graphics with it. But people have used this and I get messages all the time. They're like, it's so simple. It's just, yeah. it reminds me to notice my children doing good. And I, I love that. I love that that's what's resulting from it, that moms are noticed, they're catching their children doing good. That's a great yeah. That's so cool. So you have, I'm guessing, a large jar of pennies, and then they each have their own individual jars. There's a master jar. Everybody has a little mason jar with their name on it. And then we just plunk pennies in or pull pennies out. And obviously the goal is to put pennies in. Sure. We're not pulling them out all the time at all because we want it to be that they know that we see them as making an effort and that we notice those efforts. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. We actually had um, a friend's uh, little boys stay with us for a little while. Um, This was several months ago. And so while they were here, we did something very similar. We didn't take any out um, just because of the situation with them, but we had mason jars and then we got those little colored pom-pom balls from uh, Dollar Tree and we did the same thing. And when they would do something, you know, we'd be like, you get to go put a pom-pom ball in your jar. And they, I mean, it's amazing. It's just a silly little pom-pom ball, but they would just beam and get so excited. And then when their jar got full, we took them to the Dollar Tree and they got to pick (laughs) anything they wanted from Dollar Tree. And they just thought that was the most incredible thing. And so, you know, we worked so hard to fill that jar up as quickly as we could because they, we wanted them to get to that end goal of getting to go to Dollar Tree and get some amazing dollar 25 gift. And I really <laughs> so. feel like that the Lord does such a good job of that with us. I, I just yeah. thought I was patting the Lord on the back, but he's so kind to bless us with yep. little things, with an extra hour of sleep, like, like just, just little things that were like, Oh Lord, you heard my prayer. You, you yeah. saw my efforts. Thank you for acknowledging, you know, that, that this is hard, but I'm, I'm doing it as unto you, whether you yeah. eat or drink or mother or, or whatever it is that you do, make dinner work, you do it as unto the Lord. And so yeah. um, I think encouraging our kids towards righteousness is always a good idea. 
Yeah, amen for that. Well, there's a whole chapter on the penny reward system in Abby's book. Her book is called Emma's for Mama. It is chapter 11, um, page 139, if you're wondering exactly (laughs) where it is. But so many good chapters surrounding the penny reward system. You guys, this is a book that you want to get a hold of. We will put links to it in the show notes. Um, check it out. It is such an excellent book. And I know that it will be an encouragement to every one of you. And listen to Abby's podcast. We'll put links to that in the show notes as well. So you can go listen to it or watch it on YouTube. Emma is for mama. Follow her on YouTube. Follow her on Instagram. Where where else are you? Are you? Did you say you're on Facebook? You are on Facebook. Okay. Follow her on Facebook. Um, Abby, thank you so much for being with us this week. It has been such an encouragement to me. And I know it has been to our listeners as well. And I really, really do um, just appreciate your wisdom and uh, just being with us this week. It's been a fun week. This has been such a pleasure. Thank you, Yvette. Yeah. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your week and we will see you back here next week. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts and we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.